hey guys, yes, I know, uh, yes, this Halloween special is <laughs> late, I am so sorry guys, but ladies and gentlemen, I got this Halloween podcast out and I got some other plans for this November, I'm not going to release the plans until I for sure get it accomplished because I don't want to get your hopes up, but I got some big plans, uh, got to contact some people, but I may have a guest. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, this Halloween podcast, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for a reaction commentary to this documentary called uh, Teenage Vampires and a movie review of this bat crazy movie, Bats. And then we're going to wrap up this show with a crappy pasta read and make fun of the worst crappy pasta reads in the world. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast and uh yeah, see you guys next time. Oh no 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 Oh yeah. You know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's Halloween. <laughs> Spooky. Hey, this is Lone Podcast Alone Angler. Come back at you with Taco Monday. How's everyone doing? And welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Today is a special Halloween podcast. How is everyone doing? Yeah. Some of that loyalty freak music Halloween album, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah. <laughs> How's everyone doing? You guys doing good? Awesome. Yeah, folks. It's time for a special spooky Halloween. Trick or treat. <laughs> Dude is calling me. Alright, folks. Let's go ahead and start the show. Yeah, it's Halloween, guys. I am freaking excited. How is everyone doing? Which, well, I already asked that. But yeah, it is a awesome day. Today, ladies and gentlemen, is a, uh, I think it's a Friday. A Friday for me, a Monday, hopefully, for you if I get out quick enough. But yeah, folks, today is a Halloween special, ladies and gentlemen. And I am freaking excited, you know? Uh, huh. originally I recorded this podcast, uh, well, I tried to record it last night, but it was like freaking 1am, all because, well, I was originally planning on recording on a Thursday, but yesterday I had to help my family out, uh, my brother and sister, brother-in-law and sister, they recently bought a home, right? And, uh, yeah, they officially got it, they had to do some legal legal stuff and all that bullish, you know? But they officially own the home uh, today, well, I guess this week, and yeah, uh, yesterday morning we was going to check out the house, right? I thought I was just going to check it out, right? But uh, yeah, they told us to come on over to the new home, and uh, we did, and uh, yeah, I was handed power tools and a mop, <laughs> and I was essentially drafted into some work. <laughs> Which I don't mind. I don't mind helping family out. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, I was gone until 9 o'clock, 9 p.m. yesterday. 
and I tried to get a podcast out. I tried to get this special out. I re- was recording at 1 a.m., and uh, ugh, I was I was lost of energy, and I was essentially like, screw it, at 1.30 a.m., couldn't get the podcast done well. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, let's get that out of the way. It was, it was I had a good time yesterday. It gave me an excuse to call off work early, you know, so I didn't mind that. But yeah, today, folks, is a special Halloween podcast, and I am excited to record this. And uh, hopefully I get this podcast done right the second time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, man, this is going to be so fun. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, how are we doing? And also, okay, let me get to the topics real quick so you guys won't leave. The topics that we're going to talk about, this should entice you. This should be a good hook. But the topics that we're going to talk about, the first segment, we are going to react and commentate and make fun of this cringy documentary called Teen Vampires. And then the second topic, we are going to talk about and review a movie that's called Bats. And then the third one, we're going to wrap up the show by making fun of some crappy pasta reads. Which, if you don't know what a crappy pasta read is, it's a creepy pasta read, which creepy pastas are horror stories on the internet. But a crappy pasta one is essentially the worst one ever. You know what I'm saying? So I found the worst of the worst creepy pasta reads, and uh, we're going to make fun of that. Now, before we start the show, let me give a quick call to action, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys have been listening to a couple of podcasts, if you've been listening to one, two, three of my podcasts, please, please, please be an absolute dear and subscribe and follow our podcast on whatever listening platform you listen on. And if you happen to be listening on iTunes, you if you could be an absolute dear, I don't ask much, but you know, Christmas after uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas is going to be around the corner. So, if you can be an absolute dear, please, 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 the only thing I ask for, I'm like Santa Claus, I don't expect anything from you, I freely give you guys everything, but all I ask for Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, is some sweet, spicy, five-star reviews on iTunes, and give me just an absolute sweet review, that absolutely helps me out, it helps get my name out, so thank you guys so much, thank you guys so much, if you guys do that for me. You guys are absolutely awesome. And a quick thing, right? If you guys happen to like my annoying voice, (laughs) if you would like to follow me, uh, Taco Monday Podcast on Facebook or Taco Monday Official at Lone Angler 2 on Twitter. Follow your boy on the social medias. I need some followers on Twitter because I want to be one of those cool Twitter guys with like a million followers. That would be freaking awesome. So, uh... Yeah, if you guys could do that, that'd be absolutely awesome. Thank you guys so much. But yeah, now with all that out of the way, let's start the show. All right. <laughs> now, the other day, I was um looking all over YouTube and stuff, trying to find some, you know, some good spicy topics for the podcast. And uh, I was looking around and couldn't really find anything. But then I suddenly stumbled upon a documentary. And this documentary is from Barcroft TV, Teenage Vampires. And it's a re-uploaded video on YouTube uh, because they took it down, YouTube. But uh, they re-uploaded it. And uh, yeah, uh, there's a definitely a reason why they took it down in the first place. <laughs> but uh, you know what, ladies and gentlemen? We're going to react to it. And yes, uh, I don't, I'm uncertain. 
who was the author of this documentary. I think Trinity. I think I'm uncertain. I think that was the person that narrated the documentary. Let me pause. Just don't Whoa, care. let me pause that. No, 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 no. That's the YouTuber that published it. My mistake. Uh, but yeah, it was a documentary done by Barcroft TV. And yeah, <laughs> I watched the documentary at least about twice. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I watched it enough to have some information on it and to uh, also write some hilarious material and make fun of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, yes, this documentary, it's a, it's a pretty good documentary, but uh, it is hilariously dumb and cringy. <laughs> so... What I was thinking for the special ladies and gentlemen is I have the video queued up and I figured that you and I can listen to it and make fun of this absolutely hilariously bad documentary. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let us go ahead and start laughing at this special documentary. <laughs> All right, folks, let's go. BTV Docs. The fascination with vampires is a growing global phenomenon. Ooh, scary. All over the world, more and more young people are getting sucked into a thriving subculture. For hell <laughs> Don't come, come to my house or else I'll suck your blood. I'll suck your blood. But Bruh. some are taking the lifestyle even further. Started yelling that she was a vampire. <laughs> I traveled to America and met a group of teenagers who've taken the vampire serious? cult to an extreme. I like blood. By believing uh, they were born that way. When I drink someone's blood, I feel like I own them in a sense. Like they're I don't mine. like where this is going. But what does it mean to live your life as a vampire? Michael was putting on blood one day as eyeshadow, and I didn't know what she was doing. No. I can't believe this story you're wrong? telling me. It's macabre. I'm gonna cut Jackie open. Oh no 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 uh, self-identify as vampires, and, uh, of course, they cannot suck blood because they don't have fangs, but, uh, they literally use knives. What? They literally use knives, and, uh, it can be gruesome. So, yeah, uh, if you guys want to watch this documentary in whole, uh, viewer discretion is advised, it can get bloody. And jacked up, least to say. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and press play. Teenage Vampires. One quick search online, and it's not hard to find people who say that they are vampires. Skip ahead a little bit. Who talk to me on camera. Then one night, I got an email from an 18-year-old girl called Michael. 
who says she drinks human blood. I define vampirism as when your aura has holes in it and it leaks holes out in energy. It, like a sponge. When I was around 14, like, I tried someone else's blood. My friend had a cut and she was just like, oh, lick it, you know, like how girls do sometimes. Who the frick does that? What? Wait, repeat that. When I was around 14, like, I tried someone else's blood. My friend had a cut and she was just like, oh, lick it, you know, like how girls do sometimes. And are you serious? Who the frick does that? Bruh. Bruh. Who the frick does that? Ladies and gentlemen, of course, you know, obviously, I wasn't, you know, a teenage girl when I was a teenager, you know what I mean? So I don't understand teenage girls, but um, I I feel like that, um, I don't think that uh, teenage girls at a slumber party or something, you know, one of them gets cut and be like, oh, you know, it'd be so hilarious <laughs> if you lick it, lick the cut, yeah. <laughs> Oh, what the freak? I like where this is going. What the freak? Who does that? You know how teenage girls does sometimes. Who the freak does that? Ah, you know what? That sounds very creepy. Whoever that friend was, she was setting her up for something. I don't know. What? Who? Who? That's not what normal teenage girls do. I don't know. Who the freak does that? All right, let's continue. Um, I tried it, and I felt this really weird rush through me. It was intense. What was it? Was it the HIV? <laughs> what was it? Did your pancreas collapse after getting too much iron in your system? What the frick was it? What was the rush? <laughs> know what I'm saying? What the freak? Oh, jeez. Here, la ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you this, okay? All you have to do is do some research, okay? Do some research. Is it safe to drink somebody else's blood? No, because one, not a doctor, but this is obvious. Okay, AIDS. Okay, you can get AIDS. Be <laughs> you can get AIDS in other ways besides having dirty sex. Okay, you can get AIDS in other ways. Okay, Charlie Sheen nicks his finger while cooking some food for you. You're gonna get AIDS. Okay, somebody jumps in a pool and then busts their kneecap on the bottom of the pool. That's a potential to get AIDS, okay? Um, drinking somebody's blood. <coughs> that that ironically came to my head. Huh. Drinking somebody's blood, if they have AIDS, you're gonna get AIDS. The more you know, folks, the more you know. But besides that, if you drink and consume too much blood, your I think it's um pancreas or something. It's some kind of iron overload in your body system. It'll cause you to vomit and stuff, diarrhea, all that bullish. Uh, I think it causes a minor stroke or something crazy like that. But don't do it. Don't do it. You know what I'm saying? You can research. <laughs> if you research, you can find out the bad things about consuming other people's blood. You know what? If you want to suck your own blood, I, I think if you do it in little amounts, you can. Don't do it. Just just don't drink blood, period. You know what I'm saying? The only blood you should consume is from a medium rare steak. You know what I mean? That's the only amount of blood you should consume is what you can get from a medium rare steak. And that's it. Okay, folks? Let's continue. All right, I'm going to have to skip a little bit. Da -da 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 -da. This is going to be awful. Michael bit. lives in Texas. 
She's part of the Crimson Blood Wolf Pack. The Crimson claims Blood Wolf Pack. Ooh, we're so tough. Be a mixed group of vampires and werewolves. Yep. Mm, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right, forty-six. You are completely stupid. Your ignorance right now hurts my mechanical brain. Oh Bruh. my goodness, dude. Uh, by the way, right? If you heard the lady, right? Uh, it's a gang with of mixed with werewolves and vampires, right? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be great. Let's let's just go back to the howl in action again. Would you take me around and introduce me to everybody? Okay. This is Shadow, of course, the other vampire. This is Stormy. He's a wolf. Stop it. This is Jack Jack. Get she's a wolf and she's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, she is so crazy. Just like the rest of you. This is JR. He's a wolf and he's crazy. Everybody Stop here is it. crazy. Get some this help. is Tabby. <laughs> well, uh. Didn't expect that, but thanks for agreeing with me. I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> She's a wolf. And then this is Michaela. She's a fox. What do the wolves think of the vampires? <laughs> we, we hate the vampires. They suck. But we keep them around. Oh, yeah, they suck, but we keep them around. Basically, everybody. Uh, let's skip this a little bit. Oh, this guy I'm going to introduce you to. This guy's rich. Let's say that. This guy is rich. He is officially my favorite vampire. <laughs> uh, let's see if we got it. Vampire can mean lots of things. The one I like the most is a half human, half demon. I might have a human body, but I, my soul is corrupted. I am not a human. Oh, hey, look at that. It's Count Dracula, everyone. With the neck beard and speech impediment. Okay. I apologize, but, uh, what this guy literally looks like, the half-human, half-demon, right? Uh, he literally looks like a 35-year-old stoner, you know what I mean, with a neck beard. And, uh, uh, I'm sorry, maybe some people might get offended that he has a speech impediment. You know, I understand some people have speech problems, uh, you know, I can have some speech problems myself sometimes, but, uh, yeah, just this guy as a character alone, He's just so freaking hilarious. He's just so freaking hilarious. So, you know, if you want to judge me, okay. Okay, I already understand I'm a bad person. But holy crap, this guy will make you laugh your hind end off. <laughs> now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Oh, Ready? Man. <laughs> oh, I love this guy. I love him. Oh, all right, let's skip to... Uh, 513. She look like food. So how is your werewolf different from how people in like Hollywood think of werewolves? Uh, we can't transform. <laughs> like, they think that we can, we can, we can grow our, our, the fur and... Go on. I mean, we do have, they, we, they think we can grow the fur and we grow 10 foot tall and that we can... Are you serious? We, we change on a full moon and everything. It's, it's not like that. Well, not the stereotypical wolf, basically. Well said. 
Uh, maybe maybe you could have just said, we're not the stereotypical wolf, right? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Let's continue. Uh, let's see. Okay, we're right around here. But uh, yeah, this gets rich right around here. Dracula was some dude from... Zealand, I forgot. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, our, our favorite half-demon stoner overlord literally doesn't know who Dracula is. Folks, Dracula is like their freaking Brad Pitt to them. To vampires, Dracula is like the Brad Pitt to them or somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the all-star, you know what I mean? He's right above Nosferatu, uh, maybe Twilight, uh, I don't know. But, <laughs> it's like, he literally did not know that Dracula is from Transylvania. I'm not a freaking vampire, but I know Dracula is from Transylvania. As a matter of fact, Dracula is a fictional character based off of Vlad the Impaler, okay? So, I even know, not only I know who Dracula is or, and where he's from, but I freaking know the origin story. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't expect him to know the origin story, but you know what? I think Dracula from Transylvania, Dracula sucks blood, Dracula was played by Bella Lugosi, information like that needs to be known. You know what I mean? He needs to know this. <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, you are incorrect, sir. It's not New Zealand. Uh, jeez. Alright. I've come to take our blood. He came to give his blood. Well, according to the Christians, I'm going to hell. Heaven just sounds like the angry old man's house. At least hell's a bit more dynamic. Are you serious? There's always something new. What? What's so, um, dynamic and new about... I don't burning what's 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 dynamic about that if you look at the dictionary she technically used the wording wrong right uh but you know what let's take a second and let's uh let's look at hell's activity board right like let's see what their activities are in hell okay let's see um at nine o'clock burning ten o'clock burning 11, burning, noon, burning, um, oh, at one o'clock there's shuffleboarding on the first level of hell? That sounds fun. Oh, wait, hold on a second, hold on a second, I didn't read that right. While being r***ed by pitchforks. Oh. <laughs> oh boy, I love these people. I love them to death. They're family now. They are family now to me. The prince and princesses of darkness are family now to me. Love them to death. <laughs> oh, let's skip to this. I am having fun this morning. I am having fun this morning. Jeez. Is there any of the paranormal activity around us? San Who's Antonio the paranormal? Has a as one of America's They're coming most to get cities. you, Barbara. Actually, I'm so really moving spooky. now. That's f***ing me out. 
and David had allowed me to join him and his friends on a spooky night out. Do you guys believe in ghosts? Very much. I believe in all supernatural. Yeah, I, I do more. too. I'm not going to take all of it. I thought I was a demon at first, but I really didn't know exactly what I was. Then I saw a movie about vampires. I think it was Queen of the Dam. Stop it. I thought it was Get cool. I wanted to know more about it. So I looked it up and I'm like, hey, some of this stuff uh, I could do. Some of this stuff reminds me of myself. So I kept looking into it and I was like, hey, I'm a vampire. And the only thing you didn't research is where Dracula's from. <laughs> this guy, okay? Did you catch what he just said? He literally just said that he knew nothing about vampires until he watched <laughs> a crappy 2002 horror movie, Queen of the Damned. He didn't know anything about it, but as soon as he watches it, hey, you know, he's a historian on vampirism. You know what I'm saying? He's a historian. Doesn't know where Dracula is, but you know what? He knows that vampires like to suck blood. They're not crazy about garlic. They're not crazy about crosses. Well, actually, I don't know if he even knows that one. Uh, but it's like, <laughs> you know nothing about vampires. You didn't even freaking know that Dracula was from Transylvania or who Dracula really was. But you watch one crappy 2002 horror movie and instantly you become a historian on it. And you're like, hey, I'm a vampire. No, you're not. <laughs> oh, this is rich. Let's continue. Either way, things were about to get a lot stranger when I met the first adult they hung out with. <sighs> this, this chick's great. This was Miss Lisa. Miss Jackie's Lisa. Mom. Jackie's mom. Hi, baby. How are you? A lot of parents don't like me because I can deal better with their kids than they can. I can understand their kids. I could tell them things about their kids they would probably flip backwards about, but I wouldn't do it. Because if the kid tells me to ask me not to, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I understand their kids more than they do. I could tell them things that would completely blow their minds, but I wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it at all. Yeah, sure, we did lose Billy after David nicked his femoral artery and he bled out on us. And then we had to sneak his dead body back in his parents' house at nighttime, dump him in the bathtub, fill it with water, and make it look like a suicide. Yeah, sure, maybe I could have told the parents... But then the kids wouldn't think I was cool anymore. Now, would they? Um, can we edit that out? Probably shouldn't have said all that. Okay, folks. I do apologize. That joke was a little bit too dark. I do apologize. But that's literally what's going to freaking happen. This lady is so stupid to even allow these kids. What these kids are doing is they're cutting themselves in her house. And she's okay with it. She's okay with it. She's okay with her freaking kid, her own freaking kid cutting herself. She's okay with the other kids cutting themselves. She's okay for them to freaking use machetes to cut into them, into their skins, right? She is stupid and crazy. And you know what? That was a dark joke I told, but that's exactly what's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen because this fat pig is nothing but an ugly Hairless Chewbacca looking whore. Boom. Roasted. She is so stupid and irresponsible that Child Protective Services or whoever needs to take her kids away from her and put her in jail. She is so freaking stupid. 
Who the freak would allow this? But yeah, for real. It's like, you know what? If she was one of those parents that like, hey, kids, if you want to smoke a little bit of weed, go right ahead. <laughs> I won't tell your parents, you know, if it's some a little bit irresponsible like that. Or, hey, you know what? You can eat some candy if you want to, or you can eat some junk food here. You know what? If it's something like that, okay, well, maybe weed's not the greatest idea, but still, it's like, compared to what she's allowing in her home, is a lot better. <laughs> My freaking goodness. My freaking goodness. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on to the gore. Wait, how long have you had this one? I trust Jackie's blood. I don't like where this is going. Because there's no AIDS allowed in Dude, the house. It's a... And right, Miss Lisa? That's right. At least Miss Lisa doesn't allow AIDS in her house. That's a good thing. She allows self-mutilation, but you know what? If there's any of those STDs in the house, she won't allow that. Downtown. Uh, Frick off. You want to get like a little pencil? Do it to me. You should cut her finger. Do it to the side. No, fingers are no. Come on, do it. Uh, jeez. He likes it. Go with yeah. estrogen. Don't do Is Jared awesome. clean? I'm Jared's clean. clean. No. I'm clean. Trust me. I get plasma <laughs> every week. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. I should wash this, though. <laughs> I don't trust this dude's arm because it might have AIDS in it or something. I don't know. I don't know. Stop No, it. no, no. I'm clean. Get I get plasma help. every week. Oh, okay. That sounds cool. Maybe I should wash this blade first before I do it. It's time to stop! It's time to stop, okay? Bruh. Are you serious? Are you- <laughs> Well, you know, I'm just gonna let old HB say it again. Are you serious? Really? Okay, you know what? Go ahead and clean that blade. That blade, excuse me. Go ahead and clean that blade up. You know what? I'm glad you're thinking with your big brain. I'm gonna cut Jackie open. Ugh, it's gonna get- it's gonna get bad, folks. A lot of vampires risk getting AIDS. I believe everyone should be tested. A lot of vampires don't test, you know, who they feed from. I guess, cause it's like, it takes forever. But, if I'm not gonna test someone, I make sure they're like, really young. <laughs> this is not a- this is not a punchline or a joke, folks. Or a terrible joke, I don't know. But... This is something I dead serious never thought of in my life. Vampires could get AIDS. Never thought of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, ever since she threw that at me, I'm like, wait a minute. Vampires can get AIDS? What? Well, that's... That might explain their pale complexion. <laughs> okay, that was terrible. But, uh... Yeah, let's continue to let's continue. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Just where I usually make everyone else cut themselves. No, you can do it. I have to clean. Do it that one. Then oh oh. Did I cut you? I don't know. Oh my god, just do it. You're holding the knife on. You act like all of these other cuts. No, no. You gonna stab me now? No. Don't don't don't. Okay. Oh no, hold it. Okay. No, no, no. It's time to stop! Oh, oh, no, 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 stop, okay? Oh. No, 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 stop, stop, stop. stop. What they're basically doing is, uh, their friend Jack, Jackie or Jack-Jack, they're basically taking a blade to her arm, and they're trying to make her bleed. That one? 
and the it knife's rust. Uh, the knife is oh, there. blunt. Now she did it. No. Uh, oh, she's. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. She's cut she herself. Oh, uh, now she's bleeding. <laughs> oh, this one's excited. This one's excited. She's a positive like me. Oh, that's a good yeah. thing. No, you're a positive. A positive. I don't like blood type. You don't you like don't that like blood type. What do you like? Oh, oh negative. Mm. <laughs> Does blood taste different? Depending on what blood type it is, does it? Did not know that. Uh, 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 let's go ahead. That's if there's a lot of it. Uh, I got now it here. Our, I don't think I believe that much. <laughs> now our main vampire character is licking her bleeding arm. No, no oh boy, oh boy, oh, I don't want to pass out. Oh glory. No, no, no. It tastes like Why? pennies and salt and rust. Thanks for the information. Um, uh, I think it tastes like rust because you used a rusty blade. Good luck having tetanus, okay? Frick off. Why in the world would you do that? Don't do that, folks. Please. Don't do that. Ugh. This is the getting worse. Harming, taken to another level. This gets worse, folks. And as the knives got this bigger, gets worse. The cuts got deeper, and it felt uncomfortable just being there. Jared, cut yourself. This guy Dude. is Dude. using a big Bowie knife. Oh, big oh no! And then he deeply cut into just, his just arm. He just deeply yeah, cut into his arm, and he's bleeding everywhere. Like oh, thanks for the information. <laughs> oh, jeez. If the wound is very- No! Oh, he basically took a, a one-foot-long knife. That's how long the blade is. It's a Bowie knife of some sort. Uh, maybe even a freaking mini machete. I don't freaking know. And then he just took the blade to his right arm and just started ha hacking away. <laughs> hacking away. Oh, jeez. No. 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 Stop it. Get some help. No. Please. It's time to stop. It's time to stop. And he okay? cut his arm deeply and it's bleeding everywhere. Oh boy. Oh boy. Let's skip to his aftermath. What? What do you think of what this? What do I think about it? Uh, whatever makes them happy. If that's what makes them happy, doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me, as you can tell. I'm like, whatever. They like doing that. At least they're not robbing stores or killing people or doing bad things. I mean, this is nothing, you know, compared to what other kids could be doing. Yeah, they're just self-mutilating themselves, licking infected, licking, you know, cuts, potentially infecting it. You know, this guy nearly cut his entire arm off. But you know what? At least you're not robbing banks or anything. <laughs> you freaking whore. Pillsbury dough whore. Boom. Roasted. Jeez, man. Did you really do it? That this guy oh, cut his arm and he cut the cut JR, so deep gross. that... It looks like a Yes, that's what it, it looks like. Me. I don't feel no pain, but... Uh, God, it's gross. He cut his arm so deep that you can see 
Ha oh, fat. You can see the fat under the skin, folks. Ho oh, ho 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 make it stop. Oh, just make this stop. It's time to stop. Oh. It's time to stop, okay? Where are your parents? Where are your freaking parents? Ah. Oh, this is uh Woo! I'm afraid I'm going to pass out in my chair. I don't know. Let's uh let's skip ahead. This is quite a time jump, folks, because don't want to commit copyright. We're almost done, folks. A vampire makes me feel like I'm a god. I would never want to be a human just because the way I think of him. If stows away, I could be human. I, and if I did turn human, I would be disgusted with myself. But you are a human. Sir, you're not a vampire, as you like to call yourself. You're not a god. You're a human. You are a human, okay? You're a human, Mr. Nosferatu. Or as I like to call you, Stoned Nerartu, because you look like a 40-year-old stoner slash anime fan. Boom. Roasted. You do not look like a thousand-year-old vampire demon, okay? What? Uh, I, I, I know I'm, bo I'm, I'm being a little bit mean, but these kids... Here's the thing I don't understand, and you know, to a certain degree, I do understand. You know, I mean, it's a phase for 90% of them. You know what I'm saying? It's a phase. You know what I mean? Kids want to dress goth or something. It's a phase. You know what I'm saying? Kids want to be a part of some clique or gang or something. It's a phase for the most part. You know what I'm saying? They're just trying to feel, um, um, they're just trying to know their own identity. And you know what? Just four years ago, I was probably the same way. You know what I mean? Actually, I never really had went through any phases or anything but i understand it you're trying to learn about yourself but pretending that you are something other than yourself which by the way ladies and gentlemen i'm gonna put a i'm gonna plug a little positive message you are unique you my friend you sir you ma'am you are unique you are a unique individual that nobody can copy you should celebrate yourself. You shouldn't pretend that you're a vampire or pretend that you're a werewolf or be something else. I mean, hey, are you a weird kid in school? Fine. Fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a little bit weird. But this vampire thing, this vampire thing and stuff, where it involves self-mutilation, that's where it's a problem. You know what I'm saying? If you want to play a vampire on Elder Scrolls Online or something, or whatever RPG game there is, you know what? You can. You know what I'm saying? But this is extreme. You know what I'm saying? This is an extreme amount of escapism. You know what I'm saying, folks? This is an extremist amount of escapism. And we shouldn't encourage this. You know what I'm saying? You should be yourself. Be yourself. You don't have to pretend to be something else that you, you know, that you aren't. You know what I'm saying? You should celebrate your own individual personality. Right? But anyways, let us continue. 
When I set out, I wanted to know if vampires are real. The answer is no, at least not in the way the movies tell us. I could have told you that. I could have told you that. Michael and David didn't turn to dust in sunlight and certainly won't live forever. Adulthood is honest. Leave them or not, they think they're real. As I grow older, the vampirism, probably I'll be more quiet about it because for adulthood is unacceptable. But I'll still no always believe in it and still think it. I'm going to get my tattoos of it. So I'm always going to be repping it. Represent! Yo, represent the Crimson Blood Wolfpack Gang! Represent! <laughs> uh. I'm not sure what happens to teenage vampires when they grow up. But Michael's made one choice that will change her future. Have a good day in school. Okay. She's going to college. <laughs> I want to do better in life than hey, most of my cool. family. Because the fa my close college. family that I know, none of them have really been doctors or anything. I want my grandparents to be proud of me, and I want the rest of my family to hate me for being successful. That's always a good goal. That's what I want. Yay, she's going to college. And she heads off to college to become a technologist and to work at her favorite dream job, a blood bank. Ah, bada bing! <laughs> Stop it. Get some help. Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready? <laughs> oh, that was a great documentary. Oh, that was a great documentary. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys want to watch the documentary, you can find it on uh, YouTube at Doc's Teenage Vampires Reupload, or you can find it on Barcroft TV website to watch it if you want to. Well, actually, you probably should watch it on there because it is technically theirs, but I don't know if they're still carrying it, so. It could be public domain, it could not, I don't know. But anyways, just to plug in Barcroft TV, since it's theirs, uh, try to find it on their website, Barcroft TV, and uh, watch it. It was a great documentary. There was a lot that I had to cut out due to it having some serious stuff and showing the dark side of the vampire lifestyle. And yeah, I just didn't want to get copyright striked, you know what I'm saying? But uh, anyways, folks. Anyways, it was a good documentary, folks. And, uh, yeah, I suggest you guys watch it. But, uh, anyways, folks. This was a long segment, so we're gonna have to wrap it up, folks. So, uh, we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned for the second part. We're gonna do a movie review on a Bat Crazy Movie Bats. And, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy, folks. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
All right, folks, we're going to get ready. Uh, but yeah, we are back. Now, everyone, let's go ahead and get ready with the topic. Uh, the other day, ladies and gentlemen, while doing some stuff, uh, researching stuff, I was trying to find some other topics, right? Uh, I had the Teen Vampire documentary planned out. Didn't really have anything else planned out. I was originally going to do a skit, but that didn't do well. I uh, couldn't execute it uh, because of time and stuff. But while I was looking around, I was like, you know what? Let's do a movie review. You know what I'm saying? I like reviewing movies. I like making fun of crappy movies. Let's do a movie review. You know what I'm saying? We did a whole movie series movie review. So, you know, we can do this. <laughs> so I was looking around, trying to find a movie, trying to find a movie that I didn't have to pay for or rent. <laughs> so I was, uh, you know, I thought about, you know what? Ne uh, YouTube has a movie library. So why not watch one of those Academy Award winning hits? Well, they're, they're not Academy Award winning hits, but they're at least third best. You know, they're at least third best, you know. But I was looking through the library, and I came across this movie that was called Bats. Uh, it was a horror movie, uh, and I did a tiny bit of research on it. I'm like, you know what? This will be fun to review. I like the concept, at least. And basically what the movie is about, it's essentially... Okay, let's go ahead and give some description of the movie, since we already brought it up. Bats, 1999. It was directed by... Louis Morneo, frick, oh, dang it, I can't pronounce his last name. I tried to find some videos or interviews or ways to pronounce his name, but I can't pronounce his name or find out how to pronounce it. So the director is Louis Morneo, Morneo. I'm going to say Louis Morneo, just to make it easy. It was directed by Louis Morneo, uh, written by John Logan, and starring Louis Diamond Phillips. Dina Meyer, and Bob Gunton, and Leon. Now, what the movie is about, it's essentially about a bat experiment gone wrong, and these exper government experimental bats essentially escape from their cages. Uh, they fly into Texas, and then they start biting and infecting other bats. And then all the bats start attacking the town, right? They're genetically enhanced, intelligent, omnivorous. Basically, they're starting to eat everything, including people, right? So they're killing and eating everyone. That's essentially it, right? They're killing and eating everyone. And Dr. Sheila Casper and her assistant Jimmy has to essentially figure out how to stop this bat threat. This, uh, I was going to say catastrophe, but since it's a Halloween one and it's about bats, this batastrophe. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so clever, aren't I? <laughs> Bruh. Uh, I am so clever. I should have had my joke drums thing. Anyways, frig off. But, uh, anyways, this movie... When I watched it, there were some things that I liked about it, and there were some things that I wasn't crazy about. Uh, to start off, the plot. I really like the plot. It's actually different, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, essentially, Bat's gone bad, and they're killing everyone. You know what I'm saying? It's like a Batpocalypse. I like it. And I really liked just the 
gore of it and stuff. I liked how the literally just the bad action, man. The bad action, the bat gore, uh bats ripping into people's necks, uh explosions and stuff, all kinds of crazy stuff going on. I really liked it and um there were some things that was also bad like the I'm sorry uh so sorry Lewis and John, but uh the directing and the writing was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. No offense to you, uh, but it was pretty bad, least to say. Um, but what made it good, it's almost, this film's almost a balanced film. Like, there's some really bad stuff, but there's things that carries it. Like the bat gore and the bat action, and the acting, because uh, Louis Diamond Phillips, Dina Meyer, Bob Gunton, Leon, uh, Carlos, Carlos Jacot, Jacot, I don't know how to pr- pronounce his name, so sorry, Carlos. But their acting was good in the movie. Their acting was good. Uh, this movie almost had a B movie feel to it, so I was a little bit worried. But you know, the writing and the directing was bad, and the execution of the plot was bad. Like uh, one thing about the movie is literally. There was no first act. There was no first act. There was second act part one and second act part two and then the third act. There was literally no first act. We did not get a background story of the characters, you know, like uh, Sheriff Emmett, played by Lou Diamond Phillips, really liked his character and I liked his acting, but I knew nothing about him. Knew nothing about, well, you get to know about Sheila and Jimmy a little bit, uh, but really just not too much story put into it. You know what I'm saying? Not too much story put into it, I thought at least, right? Just the first act did not have a first act vibe to it, you know what I mean? But the cast was great. The cast was great. Lou Diamond Phillips that played Sheriff Emmett, awesome. Uh, she- Dr. Sheila, pretty good. Uh, Bob Gunton as the doctor, uh, Dr. Alexander McCabe, uh, really good. I thought, well, good, good, good. Let's say that. Uh, Leon that played Jimmy Sands, uh, he was the essential, uh, generic stereotype comic relief character, but he was good. You know what I mean? He was actually very funny in the movie. Uh, but yeah, there was just some things that, I didn't like, like I said, I did, wasn't crazy about some of the stuff, the execution, but uh, things that, that I liked, things that I liked, I liked the bats, I liked the bat action, I loved like the gore, the explosions and stuff, uh, in one of the scenes, the town gets attacked by bats at night, that was awesome, that was awesome, you know what I'm saying, and there was some stuff that was really good, you know what I'm saying, uh, since they weren't really focusing on the first act, or they rushed over it, they could have made up for it if they had some more bad action, you know what I'm saying? Some more bat gore and stuff. That's what I think, at least. They could have spent five minutes, like, seeing, I don't know, uh, there's, I don't want to spoil too much, but, uh, there's these military guys that, this, uh, these military guys that get torn apart by the bats, but they don't show it. They could have really added some cool stuff 
watching the military get wiped out by the bats. That would have been cool, you know? But yeah, but there was things that I didn't like. Um, things that I thought that was dumb. Uh, just like I said, I already described the way they had the plot set up and the acts and stuff. It wasn't too great. <laughs> there was some things that was dumb about it. One, right? These bats are super intelligent, right? They're supposed to be super intelligent, right? There's this scene where Lou Diamond and Dina Meyer gets attacked by bats while they're in their car. Like, the bats aren't in the car. They're outside surrounding the car, pounding and attacking them, right? Uh, that was a good scene. I like that. But um, Leon and Deputy Wesley Munn comes to the rescue, right? Uh, comes to the rescue, they drive over, and what the deputy does to try to scare off the bats is he rolls down his car window, and he sticks his firearm out and shoots into the air, right? But before he shoots into the air, all the bats notices Jimmy and the deputy, and then they get off uh, Sheriff Emmett's car, and then they seemingly fly over to attack him, but literally what the bats does is that they just skim over their car window and then fly off into the moon. You know what I'm saying? Fly off into the sky. You know what I'm saying? But what was stupid about it is if you pay attention, the deputy still had his window rolled down. Why didn't the bats fly into the car and then kill our favorite character, Jimmy, and Deputy Wesley? Why didn't they do that? I don't know. They could have easily torn them apart because they're hungry bats. You know what I'm saying? They're hungry bats. They're looking for blood and food. You know what I'm saying? So that was stupid. And when the town's attacked, there's this cafe scene, right? And essentially the bats uh, just quietly fly into the town, essentially sneak into the town and stuff, right? Kind of like that. They're using some guerrilla warfare tactics, you know what I mean? Just like in Nam, they're using guerrilla warfare tactics. Except there's no rice patties, you know? That's the only difference. There's cactuses in Texas, so. You know what I mean? Flying, flying off into the sky, hiding into the cacti, I don't freaking know. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, let me just get to it. There's this cafe scene where essentially everyone in the cafe is slowly picked off by the bats that have crawled into the cafe, right? Uh, the cafe owner literally goes outside because he hears something strange, and then he gets attacked by the bats. There's a guy, and then there's a kid in the cafe. The kid's playing an arcade machine, right? And the guy's just eating some, you know, eating some supper, right? Eating a burger and stuff. And literally, there's a bat crawling on the table slowly towards him, and the guy doesn't even notice, right? Even though he's grabbing his burger and eating it. Well, he's watching the game or something. He's watching TV, so I guess that's understood why he didn't notice it. But as soon as he notices it, the bat attacks him and then tears him apart, and he's screaming and stuff, bloody murder, and the cat's, uh, the, the bat's ripping him up. But the kid, the kid is playing the arcade thing, and I'm sure a lot of you guys, you know what I mean, have played arcade machines before, right? Why does the kid not notice the guy screaming bloody murder? He's literally, like, only six feet away from him. Like, 
they was like, oh, the kid's absorbed into the arcade machine and he's not paying attention. Here's the thing, folks. It's not like you're playing a PlayStation with the headset on. You know what I'm saying? I could understand something like that. You know what I'm saying? An arcade machine has speakers. So, you know what I mean? The video game sound and you getting absorbed into the game. Guess what? Okay? It's not going to absorb you so much that you're not going to notice the guy getting ripped from ri- limb from limb. Okay? The kid literally ignored this guy screaming bloody murder and this bat ripping him apart. Didn't even notice. The kid was just playing that arcade racing game. That was stupid. That was really stupid. And other things, which I'm trying not to spoil things or anything, but they have to, uh, Dr. Sheila and Sheriff Emmett have to go inside this cave to, uh, try to deal with the bats. I don't want to spoil too much, but, um, they, uh, focused on this plot thing, the side plot thing, I guess you could say. But, uh, Dr. Sheila said that they had to wear some suits, right? They had to wear some suits because there was a lot of bat guano in there, and bat guano in a large amount can be toxic. By the way, bat guano is poop, so there you go. Uh, the fumes can be toxic, right? And they had to wear some special suits to go down there, otherwise they'll die, right? That was their thing. But they found some dead military guys down there, and they obviously died from the bats. But none of them wore suits. None of them at all wore suits. And they did not even point that out. You know what I'm saying? They didn't even point that out. Like, uh, and by the way, these military guys, they knew what was up for them. You know what I'm saying? Because it was the government experiment, the first bats, right? They knew what they was up for. So why wouldn't they wear suits to not only protect them from bites? but to help them breathe down there because there's supposedly too much guano down there. So it's like, it did not make sense. Know what I'm saying? Did not make sense at all. At all, right? And yeah, that was just kind of stupid. And also, this is one thing that, well, I'm not going to spoil things. I'm trying not to spoil things. Trying my best not to spoil things, right? Just in case if you guys decide to watch it. but um. This is another thing that I did not like. There are some winner things. Like, if you turn your brain off, the bat action and the bat gore and stuff, and watching the bats rip people apart, uh, people take down the bats and stuff in pretty cool ways, was great. You know what I'm saying? It was great, right? It was great. But there was things that was dumb in it. But uh, one thing that I didn't like, one thing that I didn't like, and I just thought of this the first time I watched it. Quickly thought of it. Not only there was no first act, but within 10 minutes, just 10 minutes, they literally give away everything. There could have been some juicy plots or plot twists that they could have saved until late second act or something, early third act, but none of the audience should have known it was a government experiment. None of us should have known that fact. You know what I'm saying? There should have been surprise. You know what I'm saying? There should have been surprise. None of us should have known that fact that it was a government experiment. You know what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, they just, 
they literally just gave away their entire hand. You know what I'm saying? They gave away their entire hand for the audience to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's even a line, which is so stupid, there's even a line that could have been an awesome plot twist. You know what I'm saying? But uh, in the movie, in the movie, in or around the third act, um, there's a military uh, doing some stuff, trying to, you know, trying to put in some equipment to help kill the bats because they know the location now where the bats are sleeping at. And, you know, they go there, they go in there at nighttime, which it was a stupid idea. But um, one of the government guys that was there, one of the big wigs, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he literally tells the major, Major Reed, uh, played by Ned Bellamy, uh, he literally tells them that it's a government experiment. You know what I mean? And it's their secret. They created these uh, killer bats, and they must destroy them. You know what I mean? All that cliche. They already told us it was a government experiment in the starting of the movie. You know what I'm saying? So that line and that character, Chaswick, the bigwig government guy, was pointless. Was pointless, dude. You know what I'm saying? Was completely pointless. You get what I'm saying? That's just my thought, you know? That is just my thought, you know? But, uh, anyways, like, for real, it's like, they gave away all their cards in the beginning of the film. They literally gave away all their cards in the beginning of the film, which was ridiculous, you know what I'm saying? So, there was literally no plot twist, no surprise. There was one plot twist just one plot twist, folks. Just one plot twist. And the plot twist was pointless. Like, kind of, ooh, a little bit of surprise, but pointless. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to spoil that in case you guys watch it or something. I don't know. But it was pointless, you know? But yeah, they just gave away their whole hand. They gave away their whole hand. Um, But yeah. There was some stuff that I liked, a few things uh, that I liked, a few things I didn't like. When it came to the execution of the film, filming, uh, audio, practical effects, CGI and stuff. Uh, practical effects, right? Well, I guess I'll start with CGI. The CGI was, for back then, okay. You know what I'm saying? But today's standards, it's crappy, right? Um, the camera work was pretty good, but... um. I kind of thought, like, I'm not going to cover too much on the camera work and audio because this is Hollywood we're talking about. We don't need to brag them on camera work and audio. You know what I'm saying? They're obviously going to do good on that. But, um, the, yeah, I'm just going to say the audio and the camera work was pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the practical effects, though, they had some puppeteers in the cast, right? To play the Bat characters, right? And... The bat's design was both good in a creepy way, but also bad in a way that it was unrealistic looking. Like, their creepy bats had zero hair on them. Bats have hair on them. You know what I mean? Bats at least have hair on their head. You know what I'm saying? There was, they, was, they was hairless. They was hairless bats. You know what I'm saying? Uh... Some of the puppeteering, the extra bats, like when you have individual bats flying, if you're not going to use CGI, when they didn't use CGI, they used puppeteering. And uh, uh, especially in the school scene, like they are held up in a school right at nighttime. 
dealing with bats. Literally, the bats were obviously fake. Like, the bats, like, I'm not sure if you guys have a Dollar Tree or something where you guys live. Uh, the one pound store, whatever you call it in Britain. Um, but, uh, the bats, like, when they had the bats stuck to the windows and stuff, stuck to the car and stuff, they literally looked like those cheap $1 rubber bats that you would get out of Dollar Tree or Dollar General or, uh, wherever wherever, whatever dollar store you uh, have. It looked like cheap $1 bats, right? Just stuck to the window. Cheap rubber bats, you know what I'm saying? And with the bats flying, uh, the bats just looked fake while flying. And I'm not talking about the CGI ones. I'm talking about the puppeteering flying bats. They literally looked fake, folks. For real, I am dead serious. I believe I have seen better bats hanging on a visible string in the Munsters or the Adams family. I've seen better bats in the Munsters. That's like the 19 freaking 60s. This is the 1990s. There shouldn't be any excuses. You know what I'm saying? The bats could have been, if you was going to use practical effects, which I am a big fan and I support practical effects. I think practical effects should be great again. It should be made great again, okay? But the practical effects was mediocre. It was mediocre at best, right? It was mediocre at best. And for the first time, I never believe I would say this, but for the first time, I was literally like, they should have just abused the CGI. They would have been better off (laughs) if they abused the CGI. That's for real. But, um, yeah, uh, but yeah, just practical effects and stuff. Uh, some was good, some was bad. Uh, camera work was pretty good. Uh, audio was pretty good. And just, you know, I'm going to go ahead and get to the rating. You know what I mean? We're going to cut to the chase and go ahead and give this film a rating, right? And this is my rating system that I made right here. And what I like to do, especially when I, uh, rate, uh, did that movie review series on the Abraham Lincoln versus zombies movie. This is what I did. This is my rating versus what I think other people would think of it. Because, you know, when you're a movie reviewer, uh, you'll, you'll probably tend to rate it a little bit higher than first time viewers. All because, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? You have a better opinion and also you come to grow onto the characters a tiny pinch, uh, and uh, grow onto some of the creative stuff, right? Some of the creative stuff and details that was in it, right? There was some creative and detailed stuff and some Easter eggs, right? Like uh, when the town was getting attacked, the funniest thing was there was two, two of the experimental bats. They was like literally standing on top of the theater sign, watching our characters, and then they flew away and you notice that the the theater sign, there was a movie that was showing, and it was a Nosferatu movie, right? Cheeky stuff like that. And they gave, actually gave tiny little bit of hints to how the movie was going to end, right? Or their secret weapon. They added little hints. That was nice. But I'm going to go ahead and give my rating, right? The plot, 6 out of 10. The acting, 7 out of 10. Writing, 5 out of 10. Camera work, 7 out of 10. Directing, 6 out of 10. The action, 
a good 7 out of 10. Effects, 5 out of 10. Like I said, mediocre. CGI, 7 out of 10. For back then, okay? Today's standards, it would be crap. And the audio work, which I don't know why I put that in there, but I did. 8 out of 10. There was actually some good audio effects. But uh, my scoring system is I have 10 basic points, right, of everything you should look for in a good movie, right? So with all these factored, each one that I named off is one point. If it gets a 10 out of 10, it's one point. If it's less, it gets like uh, 0.60 or 0.6. Anyways, um, my total, my scoring is... This movie is a 6.5 out of 10. But for first-time watchers, it's probably going to be 4.5 out of 10 or a 5. So, that is my scoring, ladies and gentlemen. It's perhaps 6.5 out of 10 is a little bit too high, but once you watch this movie, I just like the bad action. I like the bad action, you know what I'm saying? Probably 5.5 is more realistic, a more realistic scoring, but I really like the bad action, you know? So, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys want to watch the movie, uh, you can find it on YouTube, you can watch it on Amazon Prime, or you can purchase it. Uh, I say for just you watching, maybe watching with friends, you know, you'll probably, well, maybe not watch it with friends. I don't know if they'll enjoy it, but... It's like, if you're bored one day and you just want to see some gore, it's a great thing to watch, folks. I liked it. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap this up. In the third segment, we're going to react to a crappy pasta read. And we're going to make all kinds of fun of some terrible movies, folks. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. difference uh had to do something this morning so i could only finish the uh two segments but uh let's fade this down a little bit wait hold on a second let's listen to that that's actually my goodness out of uh loyalty freaks music's uh halloween album ghost surf rock is my freaking favorite i might actually use this outside of halloween i'm not joking we got to cut that for a second, but my goodness, I love that. So, folks, how's everyone doing? Doing good. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this one's going to be interesting. This one is definitely going to be interesting. All right. Now, what we're doing, ladies and gentlemen, is we are going to do some crappy pasta reads, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to do some crappy pasta weeds. Pasta weeds. <laughs> Pasta weeds. I don't know why I said that. Cra- cre- uh, crappy pasta reads. That's what I was going to freaking say. But uh, anyways, yeah. 
like uh, to uh, give a little bit how I came up with this topic is um just popped in my head basically. Okay, there is this YouTuber, right? His name's Rob Gaffigan. He used to be known as Rob Dyke. That was his former YouTube name, but he changed it. And he basically does like uh, some uh, documentaries on and stuff on like murders and stuff, some creepy stuff, right? But he also does some comedy stuff at the same time. Like, uh, why would you put that on the internet? That's what he's also famous for, right? But he had this segment thing they used to do for his uh, other channel, Zombie Horse, a channel they used to do with his uh, friend. I forgot what his name was, his friend, but he has a YouTube channel too. But uh, yeah, they used to basically react to the worst of the worst creepypasta reads, and they would make fun of it, and it was hilarious, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I've been trying to look all over for some good, spicy, trash reads and uh, make fun of it. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yes, we are going to do a creepypasta read. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I had zero preparation time. I did not prep for this one. Um, that sounds freaking... <laughs> Bruh. Oh, jeez. But, uh, anyways... Anyways, folks, we're going to react to it, folks. Now, this is a creepypasta read called Pointless, written by Julio Caesar Mirando. But uh, anyways, we're going to try to play some creepy music for this sucker, you know what I'm saying? Let's find some creep. Okay, we'll use this real quick, and let's put on loop real quick. Uh, that way we don't have to... I don't know, five... Uh, loop count. Let's do it 20 times, just in case. Boom. Alright, we're gonna get ready and do this, folks. This is the creepy story. Pointless. Written by Julio Caesar Miranda. They don't want me to win. If they wanted me to win, they wouldn't have fired me. If they wanted me to win, they wouldn't have sent me back on the streets. They wouldn't have taken away my girlfriend. They wouldn't have taken away my effing job. Now I have nothing. Nothing. Then Alicia dumped me after I told her that I have lost my job. And then she came over to collect her things, told me that she didn't want my grubby hands all over her cats and her clothes in the frame picture of all the memories that we have made together, she wanted all of it. She wanted all of that crap to herself. But I didn't want to let her have it. I'm entitled to half of the things that we've made together, right? That's half of my crap. I'm entitled to every single laugh, every single smile, every single kiss, Every single bounce, chicka wow wow, chicka waka waka. Okay, can't say the word that he said, but anyways, let's get back to it. Those memories are mine, just as much as hers. So I wouldn't let her have it. We fought. We fought over a picture of us standing in front of a Ferris wheel down in Macy Park when the carnival came in two years ago. I'll never forget that little trip we had. I'll never forget it. Uh, that was where she told me that she loved me. 
right after we took that picture. I had some old geezer take the picture of us. Some old man with black glasses and gray hair slicked back towards the back of his neck. He had some kind of purple and gray sweater, black slacks, dirty sneakers. I don't even know why I'm telling you guys this. I don't even know why I'm describing it. But you know what? We're going to do that, folks. Maybe it was because of the way he looked at us after he had taken the picture. As if he was wishing that he was me. (laughs) If only he had known how much pain and emotional suffering he'd be going through. If that were the case, I bet he wouldn't even want to be in my shoes right now. Not as I'm driving down the highway with Alyssia in the back of my effing trunk. I gave her a broken eye. I know it's broken because it started swelling right after I I hit her. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to hit her. But she got so loud with me. She started calling me names, started clawing at my face as I tried to yank the pictures of her hand back. Uh, wait, what the frick was that? Okay, as I tried to yank the picture of her ha- uh, out of her hand, excuse me, as I tried to yank the picture, <laughs> as I tried to yank the picture out of her hand, I yanked it so hard that she fell forward and smacked her head on my knee. I don't know why my knee was propped out, but you know what? It was propped up. I didn't knee her, not on purpose. I only hit her I don't know, once across the face with a baseball bat. But, you know, I wouldn't knee her. I'm not that kind of person. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. He actually said, I didn't only hit her across the face with my hand, which, like, that makes it better. But anyways, with my hand and nothing else. But then I, then I, I had, then I hit her again and again. She wasn't going to let me stop. Knocked her out not long afterwards by sending a lamp into the back of her skull. Didn't touch her face. Just one shattered lamp to the dome piece. And that's all she wrote. She's not dead, though. I know she's not. I can hear her bumping. Frick off. I can hear her bump. I don't know why I did that snapping thing. It's kind of a voice acting technique, so I do apologize. And also a habit. I can hear her bumping around in the back of the trunk there, trying to put a dent in the... In my butt. (laughs) No. (laughs) In the butt of my little Akura. I don't know why I said that. I meant in the butt of the Akura. Frick off. Okay. It's not gonna work. I don't know what I'm going to do with her yet. I don't have a clue. But it's not like I have anything to lose. That job was all I had. She was all I had. I have no family. Family? I have no friends. No nothing. Uh, wait, pause. If he had no nothing, wouldn't that be a something? Wouldn't that cancel out? Frig off, I don't know. No nothing? I needed that job to fund my second life. My life of crime. No, I'm kidding, he didn't say that. <laughs> I needed that job to help me get where I wanted to get. Now that's all gone. Shattered. Just like that lamp that I threw at her head. (laughs) Okay, you didn't say that. All those dreams that I had just peed right down the drain. 
I was going to take her with me. I was going to take you with me. We were going to go straight to the top. Doesn't matter that you had a coke problem. Doesn't matter. I don't. Sorry, I snapped. Sorry, I snapped at you, sweetie. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't matter that you like to party more than a politician on his birthday in Russia. I was going to give you everything, Alicia. Everything. But then they effed it up. Then you effed it up by abandoning me. <laughs> by giving up on me when everything started crashing down, all you had to do was tell me that it was going to be okay. That we'd... That we'd be... To work it out together. Okay, I am overacting like a mofo, but I don't care. <laughs> Alright, to start it back. That we'd be able to fix everything. That the sun was still gonna shine on us. That's... That's not all that was lost. But you couldn't do it. Now how can I... Be with a woman like that? How could I ever be with a woman who wasn't going to stand by my side? Behind every great man is a fantastic woman. Like, I don't know, JFK? Marilyn Monroe? He, well, he's dead, but you know what? That's an example, at least. <laughs> I ad-libbed that one. Okay. How could I ever be with a woman who wasn't going to stand by my side? Behind every great man is a fantastic woman. Isn't that right? I haven't decided what I'm going to do with her yet. I was thinking that I'd just drive the car out into the ocean and climb out of it before it sank, leaving her to suffocate in the trunk. Well, actually, she would drown in the trunk, but, you know, all alone. Like she was going to leave me all alone. An eye for an eye. Right? Or maybe I just take her out into the countryside. Somewhere to put two bullets in the back of her head. I bought a pistol. Or I brought a pistol. Frick off. I brought a pistol. It, it, it's a Nerf gun, but you know, if I try hard enough, it'll work. <laughs> the one she brought me for... The one she bought me for my birthday. Pause! Honey, sweetie, honey, boo-boo. Did you really buy this obviously mentally demented guy? Is that the right word? This mentally insane guy a gun for his birthday? Did you really do that? Wow. My goodness. I think you needed a psychic to tell you the future before you did that one. I don't friggin' know. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a couple of problems. One, I suck at voice acting. Not a part of this problem, but you know what? Anyways, the problem with this story, period, is it's going from, I guess, his perspective, right? And then it's almost referring to the audience, right? Near the middle of it. He's talking about his girlfriend in a third person, I guess, right? Him describing it. But then he focuses on you, which is, I don't know. I guess the writer's trying to be creative, but anyways, let's get back to it one she bought me for my birthday. The one that feels like 
a lifetime ago. Why does life do this to people like me? Why does life end up feeling like it's uncomfortable sometimes? That no matter how hard you try, no matter how hard you work, it's all for nothing. I asked myself that sometimes in the past, why am I working so hard? Why am I working so hard just to get nothing out of it? But I stuck it though. I stuck it through. I stuck it through. I stuck it though. <laughs> I stuck it through. I stuck it through with that job for us, for me and you, Alicia, for me and you. <laughs> Then they let me go. Then you let me go. Then my dreams let me go. And just like that, feels like it really does have no meaning anymore. <laughs> the highway's not too busy, which is funny, because it feels like I'm driving down some endless road as if I'm going nowhere. But I'll get somewhere eventually. If it's not the ocean, if it's not the countryside, then maybe it'll be somewhere out in the woods, tucked away behind me, some tree somewhere. I'll just turn off my car, put that pistol, pull that pistol, frick off. <laughs> put that pistol. <laughs> okay, pull that pistol out of the glove compartment. Mosey on the back Mosey my way on the back of the truck. Frick off! Why I keep saying truck? And I snapped again. Frick off. And mo <laughs> Mosey my way to the back of the trunk. Maybe I won't even open it. Before Frick off, dang it! Maybe I won't even open it before I shoot you, Alicia. Maybe I'll just shoot right through and hope for the best. Uh, no, he, he didn't say that. Okay, let me see. Da, 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 da. Maybe I'll just shoot you through the metal before I take myself out after listening to the birds. Maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe. Maybe that's this whole effed up journey called life was heading me towards. And if that's really the case, then I guess... I just don't really want to live at all anymore. I just don't want to live at all. And this story, ladies and gentlemen, was pointless. <laughs> oh, I feel like this podcast segment was pointless. Jeez. Here's the problem that kind of makes it sucky, right? Um, like, it's obviously in the eyes of this demented person, right? The guy that has no name, I guess you could say. Uh, but it's like, there's something that's dumb. I guess this writer's trying to surprise you or something. But it's like, you know, it started out as a normal... Here's the thing, you know what? Like, um, why would somebody break up with you if you lose a job? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, hey, maybe she was a gold digger. 
You know what I'm saying? Who knows? You know? Who knows? But why would you leave somebody if they lose their job? You know, usually couples are very supportive if one of them loses a job or something. It's not like, you know, I don't know. She caught him with a vampire well, like this guy. <laughs> don't, I don't come know. to my house or else I'll suck your <laughs> blood. I'll suck your blood. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, folks, but you know, like, makes no sense. And also, like, he kind of made a little surprise. Oh, she ends up in the back of. He hints that he, uh, she ends up in the back of the trunk, which, you know, I kept saying truck, like, literally had to restart this story like three times. Because I kept saying truck. But, uh, yeah, it's like, it was kind of confusing. And then right in the middle of this, uh, the writer focuses on you as the reader and tries to make it be like, oh, you're Alicia. You're Alicia, sweetie. You're Alicia. Why did you have to leave me? Hey, podcast listener. Why didn't you follow the podcast? Why didn't you subscribe to the podcast? (laughs) You gotta support me, you know? Kinda like Marilyn Monroe with JFK. You gotta support me, you know? You gotta follow my social medias, Taco Monday Podcast on Facebook, or Taco Monday Official at Lone Angler 2. You gotta support me, podcast listener. Alicia, you gotta support me. (laughs) Oh, gee whiz, man. Uh, this story was so... I can't so, believe this story you're telling me. It's macabre. It was so macabre, this story. So scary. No, I mean, so horrifying, you know what I'm saying? So macabre. But, uh, <laughs> uh, this writing, I would definitely say, well, it's rated a 4.5, a 4.75, which I wouldn't even give it that because I'm not much of a book reader, but... Some of it's bad, right? Like, um, like I think the way he formatted it, I don't know. I didn't like it the way he put it together, the writing. Um, but yeah, it's kind of cheap. It's kind of, yeah, they definitely wouldn't accept this in a writing class. You know what I'm saying? It has some creativity to it, but it's like pointless. The story, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Julio. You know what I'm saying? Hey. It's not entirely pointless, this story, okay? It's not entirely pointless. You know what I mean? It got some stars. But uh, I definitely do some writing research, man, because definitely was not sunk into the story. You know what I'm saying? And also, how did he accidentally knee her? You know what I'm saying? Like, was his knee propped up or something? Like, was his knee propped up? Like, seriously. How did she accidentally fall on his knee? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But um, anyways, folks, I think uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this sweet Halloween podcast up. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so, so much for listening to the podcast, folks. This has been this has been absolutely fun, ladies and gentlemen. This has been absolutely fun, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but yeah, this was a very interesting story. Maybe I'll do some more crappy pasta reads. I need to get my voice acting game on, get my audiobook reads on. But, uh, this was a very fun story. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for listening to the Halloween special. Let me play some more sound effects real quick. Trick or treat. The f- dude is calling me. 
I thought you were going to It's die. Halloween, ladies and I gentlemen. I am. I'm checking the candy for poison. You look stupid. All right, folks. This has been... Oh, wait. Cut that off. Hold on a second. I got to play some of my Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead sounds. So sorry. Let me play this real quick. They're coming to get you, Barbara. And this is a great quote from Dawn of the Dead. Love this quote. This is something my granddaddy used to tell us. You know Makumbo? Voodoo. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. Ooh, so creepy. Favorite quote. So sorry. Let's start that outro music back. But anyways, folks, <laughs> I, I, just, I just had to play it because... Literally, like, half the sound effects I have on my phone, I didn't even use for this podcast. So, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, let's cue the music back up. But thank you guys so, so much for listening to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It has been an absolute blast. Before you guys go, real quick, if you guys can be an absolute dear, if you guys have been listening to one, two, three, four podcasts, Please, please, please be an absolute dear and subscribe and follow the podcast on whatever listening platform you listen on. And if you happen to listen on iTunes or Apple, please, please, please leave a spicy review on there in five stars, folks, because those stars, those favorites, those reviews just really helps your boy out. It really helps your brother out. You know what I'm saying? And then also social media is Taco Monday podcast on Facebook. Please follow me on Facebook because I do a lot of stuff on Facebook and I try to do some stuff on Twitter. So Taco Monday official on Twitter at Lone Angler 2. I need some followers, folks. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this has been an absolute rocket Halloween podcast. Get some. What was I freaking going to say? I don't know. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, it has been absolutely awesome. Thank you guys so much. My goodness, I'm just rocking to this ghost surf rock music. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, it has been an absolute blast. Once again, I'm going to try to release some more podcasts out uh, this month. Uh, But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. This is your lone podcast. We're signing out. And uh, 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 bye-bye now. All right, that's a wrap. Trick or treat. The f***ing dude is calling me.